We had a little unexpected balm for us to round out the week, and it was in a family scene like it was at the start of the week. There's cute Lexi interaction, background balm, and some good old-fashioned married couple teasing. And of course, forming part of Lola's support team as she gets into bother with Janine. Ben and Callum are already in the pub with Billy when Lola arrives with Lexi and Jay, after having done a trip to the zoo. Lexi is excited to see her dads, I swear she makes it plural, and Callum has a hand on her back so he's joining in on the hug she's giving Ben. They greet her with enthusiasm, but after Lexi's initial upbeat greeting, she then becomes more subdued as she talks about the zoo, how it was cold and took ages on the tube. We learn Lola had invited everyone to the pub as she thanks them for coming. She's been worried about Lexi being angry with her after finding out she'd lied about being better. Ben engages with Lexi, suggesting they gossip while Callum watches the football, miming Eon. But Callum points out that he obsesses over the geezers in shorts, despite all the moaning, and Ben can't argue with that. It's a nice little teasing moment and they seem in a good mood. Ben Kim makes a comment about Lola pulling a sickie, and Jay jumps to her defense, snapping at Kim about Lola being allowed one day off. Denise tries to smooth things over, telling them Kim didn't mean anything by it, but they still get a glare from Jay, who's now got Callum's arm around him trying to calm him down while Ben looks at him with concern too. Later, Lola is trying to get Lexi to match her enthusiasm about the zoo, talking about the penguins pooing 20 times a day, the perfect opportunity for Ben to joke about Callum doing the same, which Callum jokingly tells him off for and they both laugh. Old married couple vibes for sure. Lexi remains uninterested though, ignoring Lola as she asks her to tell them all about the warthog that looked like Pumbaa from The Lion King. Billy prompts her, and since it's someone who's not Lola, she responds, but it's heavy with sarcasm, parroting Lola's words back to her to mock her. Ben tells her off for giving Lola cheek and it all becomes a bit awkward, not helped by them all having to watch a public proposal between Mick and Janine. Not sure they look too impressed, and I'm sure Ben's told Callum all about Janine's history with the Mitchells. When we come back to the Vic, Lexi sneaked off and found herself a glass of wine to drink, which is spotted by Linda as she brings her back to the Mitchell table, telling Lola what she saw. Lexi finds it funny, and it looks like Balam do too, but they try to be stern and give little telling off gestures to Lexi and Ben tells Linda to chill out as there's no harm done. Lola apologizes for her though, but when she hears Janine calling her a feral child, she's out of her seat and confronting Janine. And Janine being Janine, she sticks the knife in by talking about Lola's parenting and what chance Lexi has. The rest of the table at first try to warn Lola to leave it, but when Janine unintentionally hits a nerve with the quips about making your own luck and how Lola's still got time to turn her tragic life around, even Billy's warning Janine to leave it. Lola tries too, but then has a dizzy spell and falls into the bar, and they all stand up to rush over to her, Ben and Callum included. Janine thinks it's the drink and that prompts Ben and Lexi to stand up at the same time to give Janine an earful. Ben tells her to shut her mouth, and Lexi shouts that Lola's not drunk, she's got cancer. Loud enough for the whole pub to hear, naturally. There's a stunned silence before Billy tries to play it off as Lexi just being confused, but Lola doesn't want to pretend that Lexi's confused, or make Lexi think she's got it wrong. She tells them all she's got a brain tumor but is getting treatment. Jay stands up to make a little speech about Lola being a fighter and how they're all fighting the cancer together as a family, and then the family in question all stand up together to leave with Lola. But not before several people tell Lola that they're there if there's anything she needs. And not a Balam scene, but wanted to mention Lexi's room, the first time we've seen it. It's so suited to her, rainbow-themed, 
the fairy lights that Billy had originally refused but Balam got her, and most notably, the pictures on her wall, including Balam's wedding picture, which she probably had the whole time. Super cute. Lola comes in at Lexi's request so Lexi can apologize for being grumpy and for telling everyone about the cancer, but Lola makes sure she knows that she's got nothing to be sorry for. Then they have a cuddle. Also in this episode, Eve takes Nish to the arches and lets him have a look around. Nish seems to want to meet Ben, but Eve tells him he's out on family business, technically true. He knows about the business with Kirit, and rather ominously tells Eve that he'll catch up to Ben eventually. I can't tell whether he's not met Ben because the focus is on his dealings with Eve and that being the big fallout, or whether they're saving for some kind of niche-slash-Ben rivalry down the line over the arches. Which seems a lot for Ben while the Lola stuff is going on, but it wouldn't be the first time he's had a lot on his plate. Eve's keen to keep her professional relationship with Niche, but Niche is insistent that his own lawyer look over the small print before signing. That is, until Eve produces evidence that their lawyer has been screwing them all over, and the job returns to Eve, to Suki's horror. It seems very much like the Arches sale will go through, but it's whether Ben will get it back, and he's bound to, it's a family business and Niche doesn't really seem that invested in it, anyway. But they've made it clear Eve is the one pushing the sale so I'm more inclined to think she'll get his wrath if anything goes wrong with the arches, the sale or the business, which we know was running at a loss last year before Kirit stepped in, something to keep an eye on anyway. There are no Balam spoilers for the week ahead, so just a bit of a news roundup this time. Albert Squared Episode 2 is out, with Max as team captain of the Walford Warriors. Typical chaos, an amazing duff-duff ratio logic from Max at the end, his mastermind specialist subject must be Steve McFadden. Jamie Borthwick continues to be the best Balam PR manager as he gives us another video of Max and Tony, and Scott Masselin, watching the football. And the Daily Star have posted another interview Max did at the TV Choice Awards, this time mentioning Tony and how they argue like a married couple in real life too. Starting to think those moments from Thursday's episode were ad-libbed in light of this revelation. It's also very brave of Max to suggest that he loves Balam more than the fans. I await the link to his dedicated Balam blog.